You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Daily Music Business Podcast. What's up? Welcome back to the Daily Music Business Podcast. I'm your host for today, Monica Strutt, and it has been a hot minute. I have missed talking to you guys on this podcast so much, and I'm going to explain my absence. But if you're new here, just some background. I've been part of the Daily Music Business Podcast since it started over a year ago, but I did have to take a sabbatical from around April because I had some exciting projects that I was a part of. And the first of that was I became the editor of Maniacs Online, which is a music news website that's owned by Warner Music. For those of you in the UK, you may be familiar with The Pit. And so this is Australia's version of that. So I became the editor. I was the channel manager, meaning that I managed all of the social media content for that publication and all of the editorial content for that publication as well, which was a huge, huge undertaking. But given the fact that, you know, it is a Warner Music publication and I got to work out of the Warner office sometimes, I really learned a lot and I was so, so grateful for the opportunity. And the second reason I've been a bit MIA the past five months or so was my band, The Last Martyr, actually relaunched this year. So after taking a forced year off due to the pandemic, we relaunched in April with a brand new single, Hindsight, and have since released a second single, Afterglow. So we are a hard rock metal band. Afterglow has some trap components. Um, there's definitely a new metal flavor in our music as well. And yeah, all of my focus was really going towards my band and also the contract role at Maniacs and also, of course, my existing clients. And uh, that didn't leave much time, unfortunately, for the Daily Music Business podcast. But since that little break, I have learned so, so much that I am very excited to share with you. And you know, a part of that has been obviously working for a label and also, you know, being able to rebrand, relaunch my own band. And I'm really, really proud that we managed to kick every single goal and more that we set for this rebrand and relaunch of the band. We, you know, some of the highlights are that we were the Triple J Unearthed feature artist, which Triple J is kind of like your Cirrus XM if you're in the States. And it's a national radio station. It, it's not just heavy music though, um, but Unearthed is like the unsigned channel and we were the Unearthed feature artist. So that is absolutely huge. Um, we grew our fan base quite significantly. We got radio rotation, so many, um, cool like interviews and we got our first couple of festival slots after releasing hindsight in particular, which was the first single, as I mentioned. And most recently we have had the pleasure of signing onto a booking agency. So we've just joined the destroy all lines agency under the expertise of Jaden Roy, and he's just joined forces with destroy all lines 
Airlines, which are the biggest booking agency here in Australia. And what's cool is Jaden has such a focus on equality and inclusivity within the music industry. And I think it's really important to work with people that share the same values as you, because it's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll. And so you've got to surround yourself with people on the journey that you're going to enjoy working with and that have a common goal. So yeah, there's so many other things. I mentioned that we got some festival slots. So one of those is Unify Gathering, which is happening in January of 2022, and also Halloween Hysteria, which is happening up in Brisbane around Halloween. Um, yeah, so it's been a crazy few months, uh, crazy in a good way. Um, my business has grown exponentially as well. And, you know, in April was when I dropped the day job officially dropped the nine to five and went full time into my consulting business. So, you know, just a brief intro, aside from being a musician, I have been a music journalist for about seven years. And as I've kind of been talking about most recently, the editor of Maniacs, And as well as a music journalist and musician, I've also been a digital marketer for many years. I've worked for corporate companies and also um, have been consulting with bands and companies within the music industry the past few years as well. And so my business is actually a coaching business for musicians and music industry pros, helping you kick your goals and take your band or your business to the next level. And I went full-time into that in April after three years of side hustling, which is absolutely incredible. But I've dropped to the contract role for Maniacs just to focus on my coaching biz full-time and run my membership and be able to create more courses and also more free content such as that of this podcast. So it's a big step. It's a, uh, a big leap for me, but it's one that I wouldn't have done unless I really, really knew deep down in my soul that this was the right path to be on. So in a nutshell, that is what I've been working on the past couple of months. And now that I have stepped away from maniacs and I'm just focusing on my own business, I can, as I mentioned, turn my attention to creating more free content. So you'll be hearing more from me on the daily music business podcast, hopefully weekly episodes again. And One of the projects that I've got going at the moment is with my aforementioned booking agent, Jaden Roy, and also band coach, Steve Canatelli, who has worked with the most incredible bands here in Australia. He's also been a tour manager and just an integral part of the music scene. Everyone knows who Coach Canatelli is. So we've been doing this free workshop every second week called Coach Em All. You know, it's like Pokemon. Gotta catch them all. Gotta coach them. Actually, it was um, inspired by Metallica, Kill Em All, if I'm going to be honest, not Pokemon, which is much more metal. And if you're not from Australia, we're still in lockdown here, Melbourne and Sydney are, which are our two biggest cities, and most of the borders to other states are closed. So a lot of us are still sitting at home with uh, a lot of time on our hands. So we thought, why not give back to the community? And these fortnightly conversations have been so inspiring for me just as a listener and learning from both Jaden and coach and also have been just such a great opportunity to meet new people and create a dialogue around the industry that we love so much. The first session went for almost two hours. No, it went for over two hours actually. And there was so, so much gold that I thought, you know what, we have to reach more ears with this content because a lot of the questions that we're answering 
are very common questions that we've gotten multiple times over the years. So I wanted to share with you snippets from these Coach Amol sessions on the Daily Music Business podcast. And each episode that I'm going to be sharing on the Daily Music Business podcast, each little snippet from these free sessions is going to focus on perhaps one or two common questions. And you'll hear the three of us answer that question. So today's episode reveals our opinions on a question that I've gotten quite a lot over the years, and that is whether you should study music officially at college, university, or do some sort of higher learning if you want a career in the music industry. And this question is specifically around, you know, if you should do one of those courses if you want to be a band manager or an artist manager or work on the business side of things. And as someone who did go to college to study music after high school, I know that this question was something that was rattling around in my mind when I was deciding what to do after I finished school. And yeah, I'm really excited for you to hear this discussion around whether higher learning is necessary to work in the music industry as a job. So without further ado, let me introduce you to Jaden Roy of Yeah That Agency and Destroy All Lines and band coach, tour manager, and just wealth of knowledge, coach Stephen Canatelli. And of course, me, myself, Monica Strutt, band coach and musician and journalist, digital marketer, person of many hats. (laughs) Without further ado, let me introduce you to episode one of the Coach Amol series. By the way, make sure you subscribe to the Daily Music Business Podcast. And if you like this episode, come let me know on socials. I'm Monica Strutt everywhere. It's good to be back. Let's dive in. This question is from Sophie and Sophie says, are there any courses, pathways or actions you would suggest for an emerging VCE student who is interested in entertainment management and band management? Jaden, I reckon that's uh, probably a good one for you since you are a bona fide manager. Yeah. So um, this is coming coming out of irony because I never took a course for uh, management or bookings, but um, I would actually encourage taking a course on accounting. Or if not that, like also look at like, you know, just, just marketing in general. Um, those would be your, your, your biggest strengths, um, you know, instead of going into like a music industry course necessarily. And, and that's just my opinion, you know, like I don't want to hang shit on people that, you know, uh, would go to, you know, and, and pay like a set fee to go on and, and get those, get that education as well. I think it is necessary, you know, and serves a, serves a good purpose, but I personally would be looking at going into the accounting and marketing courses and, you know, learn about advertising and learn about those sort of things, because like, those are the things that you're going to unconsciously start picking up when you would become a career band as well. Did you consider doing one of those courses, Jaden? Like um, first kind of thinking about it? When I first thought about it, I actually, um, I actually have a diploma in social work um, straight off the high school. That was what I actually went and did, and um, I actually found like that was more useful than going into um, into anything else. But um, I kind of came from a bit of more like a punk rock DIY, you know, environment when I was younger. So like, you know, I was very lucky to have like a few people. Um, you know, um, I'm going to shout out Gerard Pedodo, um, who used to formerly own Fist to Face. I'm not sure if 
people remember that um, record shop, but um, he used to be a local promoter that used to book my local church um, back down in Roeville. And, um, you know, he was doing essentially everything just on the fly. And um, he gave me the opportunity to essentially learn from him um, as a kid. And I basically learned all that whilst going onto the job. Yes. Shout out Roville in the comments. Um, <laughs> my drummer's from there too. I think Din's from there. <laughs> yeah, that's all good. Um, but yeah, like um, I never actually personally looked at it. I just kind of like threw myself in the deep end and just swam, um, you know, and just learnt on the fly. And, um, you know, from doing that, you do learn some hard lessons along the way, um, you know, which is probably why I encourage an accounting course, um, you know, but like, you know, if you look at those sort of things, right, I feel that is going to be a big um, point of difference, you know, in comparison to, you know, necessarily doing like a, a straight up music course or anything. And do you mind if I chime in, Jane? Absolutely, man. Um, so, you know, the other thing just to, off the back of what Jaden's saying is, you know, there's sometimes, you know, the music industry can be quite uh, just a fickle industry, basically. There can You can learn things uh, during those courses that you may never, uh, never use. Uh, at the same time, there is quite a lot in there that's important, especially if you're moving into the corporate side of music. And that's where I think a lot of those courses really come in, you know, your JMCs, your SAEs, all of that. It really kind of sets you up for a corporate life. But if you're looking to do what, you know, any of us three have kind of done, um, you know, I think Jaden's on the money when he says things like accounting, uh, you know, a business or a marketing course, they're things that will really, um, you know, strengthen your ability to be able to form a company and also manage it. But also, uh, you know, creating your own opportunity. And, um, you know, by that, I mean, don't be scared to, you know, send the emails or pick up the phone and, you know, contact some, uh, some companies, you know, if you want to work in the record industry, I know for myself, how I got a four-year internship at Roadrunner Records when I was younger was literally just calling up and being this little kid. I think I was 11 years old at the time or whatever it was and uh, calling up and being like, hey, is there any way I can help? And the next thing you knew, I was interning there and that led on to a job at Shop Records later on when I turned uh, 18. So, mm. you know, really just kind of networking, going out. I mean, you know, um, Jaden was there for this, you know, how I got to play for Kimmy Smiles was literally we were at Hell net yeah. and Jaden and Daniel Breen from Storm the Sky was like, you know, hey, meet Steve. You know, if I hadn't been at Next that night partying, I wouldn't have met her and that whole opportunity wouldn't have come around and they were some, some amazing uh, times. So, you know, the old school method of going out, don't underestimate partying. People love to party. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with going out and having a good time with people and building relationships. So that was just what I wanted to add on. No, that's that's awesome, dude. And uh, yeah, I, I totally agree with that as well. Like, you know, I feel like some of my best stories, you know, on how like a working relationship has started is originating from meeting at a party or like, you know, or, or at like a mutual gig or something like that. You know, it's never been like, you know, oh, hey, I met this person in a course that, you know, had these ideas or anything, you know. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I totally agree with that. 
Nice one. I actually did go to JMC, um, but for performance, not management. So I can't really give like too much feedback, but um, I guess like I can probably echo what you guys are saying and whether you take a course or not, the, the main thing that I did get out of my three years at JMC was the ability to network and the ability to make friends with the audio students so that my university band could have more hours in the studio for free so definitely and like those people at uni do go on to do like bigger things in the industry but a hundred percent whether you do a course or not it is up to you to put in the work and you to um take that step forward and create your own opportunities so I love what you said about that Yep. But in saying that as well, like, you know, um, and just to add on, like it is subjective what you get out of those courses as well. Totally. You know, that yeah. they're like, you know, um, some people want to, you know, rule the world, you know, and like become like the next big promoter or booking agent or manager, you know, and then there's some people that just want to hone in on their craft as well. Mm-hmm. And like, it is subjective, you know, and so like there is a place for those courses and like, I totally get it. And, you know, I also, you know, don't ever want to like have a stigma of hanging shit on those places or anything is by any means, um, you know, so I can definitely understand why people do it. Um, just from my personal experience, so it was a very DIY ethic and background, you know, as to why, you know, I went down that path and it just worked for me. Subscribe today to the Daily Music Business Podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Yes, rock everyone. I'm Hal Schwartz. And I'm Flynn McClain. Together we host None But the Brave, a podcast dedicated to the music and career of Bruce Springsteen. Bruce and E Street Band are on tour right now for the first time in six years, and we're taking a detailed look at what's happening on stage in our bi-weekly episodes. We've also been recently joined by some very exciting guests, including rock journalist Warren Zanes and Stephen Hyden, Backstreet's Magazine founder Charles Cross, and Barstool's Kirk Menahan. If you're a diehard Springsteen fan, this is the show for you. So please subscribe to Nimba the Brave on your favorite podcasting platform, and we hope to see you further on up the road. Thank you so much. We'll be seeing you.